welcome to the Fertility Conversations podcast. The goal of this podcast is to create more awareness about infertility and to provide support to people trying to conceive. Thank you for listening today, and we hope you will be encouraged. And now, here is your host, Ola. Welcome to another episode of Fertility Conversations. Today we are joined by a lovely guest, Sergio Gonzalez. He joins us from Fenumatch. He'll be he's here today to share us uh, details about Fenumatch and all that we need to know. And his details would also be in the show notes. So welcome, uh, Sergio, and thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you, Ola, for for um, inviting me to to the Fertility Conversations podcast, and I'm glad to be here with you. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> so, so we should say to start off please tell us a, a little bit about yourself and what you do at Fenomatch or your role sure so um well for everyone hi I'm Sergio Gonzalez uh, Gonzalez as Ola told you before um I work as an embryologist at Fenomatch um because I, I studied biotechnology at uh, Oviedo's University here in 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 Asturias in Spain um, and then I did, I specialized with a master's degree in, in embryology. Um, then um, I, well, the question is, uh, what is Phenomatch, right? So Phenomatch is a software company, right? So how a biotech and embryologist came up to work in a, in a, in a software company. So um, I spent uh two years in los angeles working for uh, in the it field so that's why i could mix you know both mm. backgrounds it and embryology um i know and um well that's why i'm working right now at Finomatch. wonderful <laughs> and one of the things that i think that most people are considering donor uh gametes uh talk about is is the child potential child they will have will the child look like them uh will they have maybe the same hair color same eyes and things like that so how does federal match help in that aspect um okay we we help in different ways um but well in in general Finomatch is a tool uh, that helps uh, IVF centers to select the most suitable donor for the patient uh, in a secure, automated, and encrypted way, right? So um, the software doesn't make any decisions for the professional that the, that is using the, the application, mm-hmm. but it allows the, the professional to, you know, uh, choose the donor that resembles uh, the, the most with, uh, to, the, to the patient. Uh, so that way the patient can feel secure, can, uh, can choose, uh, sorry, can, can be secure about the, the, the decision that the, the professional made by them, um, which is selecting the donor for them um, that will be used in the treatment. And, and for us is, uh, is our main goal, right? To, to, to be capable of uh, allowing the professionals and the patients to choose the the, the ideal donor and the one that more most resembles them in order to you know increase the possibilities of a baby that will also look like them right okay so in terms of the family match when it's actually choosing or perhaps uh, suggesting the donors that might look as close as possible to the patient 
does it do that based on just the facial resemblance or are there other factors that are taken into consideration? Um, no, Ola, it's not just facial resemblance. Um, Phenomatch has like other uh, abilities. Um, we use, for example, three types of matching in the matching procedure. Uh, one is the phenotypic one, which is the like the traditional one with hair color, eye color, ethnicity, um, uh, hair type, uh, well, uh, blood type, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one is genetic, um, genetic matching. And this is something new and we have implemented because here in Spain, the genetics are um, something that they are right now really trendy in the, at the centers, at the ABF centers. So we have implanted, we have developed the genetic matching with just uh, matches the results from career screening tests between the patient and the donors. And on the last part is the facial resemblance, and we do it with a facial matching um, based on an AI algorithm, artificial intelligence algorithm. Um, so no, it's not just a facial resemblance. It has three types of matching, as I, I just told you. And also, um, apart from all the matching procedures, one of the problems that we are facing as a, as a society, the whole world, is the lack of gametes, the lack of donors, mm -hmm. right? Uh, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of countries, for example, the UK, you already know about this, that um, the egg donors are, are um, there are no um, gamete donors, no, no egg donors, right? Um, right. Yeah, so the, the list, uh, uh, that's it. The, the waiting lists are really long. Yeah. So um, what you can do with Phenomatch is you can connect your center with other centers so you can share the gametes in order to, you know, help in a good way um, the, the patient and allow to do a better selection because the more the donors, the better the selection, right? Right, right. Okay, so that's wonderful. So basically, the match it can be used anywhere globally. It doesn't matter. It is not just in one. Anyone in any fertility clinic across the globe can uh, use it if they have access. It can to be. It. A, a, that's it. One, uh, they only need an internet connection. And another thing that we are really aware of is that the legislation between countries ah. is really different right mm -hmm. so there are countries where the donation is not allowed so phenomatch cannot be used uh in other countries the egg banking for example is not allowed so the connection is not allowed um in some countries you can use everything <laughs> such as in spain because um although we have anonymity for donors um, we respect that anonymity in all cases inside the app. So the app is uh, developed for anonymity and non-anonymous donors. Right. Anonymous and non-anonymous donors. So all the privacy, all the data is closed and is safe with Finomat. So there's no problem with that. But we already know that legislation is something that um, that is not in standard, right? In every country, in every country, sorry. So um, you can use phenomats in every country where the legislation allows to, you know, choose the donor, make a donor treatment, and of course, 
uh, having your own your own banks now for the full you know what thing. Okay, thank you for sharing that. That's really good to know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just because I know you mentioned ethnicity earlier, so then with yeah. Fenimatch, does it take into consideration the different racial? Uh, race of people across the globe. So, you know, someone that is trying to match a black person versus white or Asian, or is that also taken into consideration? Yeah, completely. So one, um, as I told you, Finomatch was uh, started uh, in Spain, right? Mm -hmm. um, one of the things about the legislation in Spain is that um, the donor should be as resemblance as possible in phenotype. Uh, well, in all manners, I believe it is, um, uh, in all the aspects, with the recipient. So one of the things is the ethnicity, right? If yeah. you are not matched in ethnicity, how can be you similar, right? I mean, right. it's one of the parts. So uh, yeah, we have implemented that. And when the time goes by, we understand that the, uh, depending on the country, the ethnicity is used in different for different aspects. Mm -hmm. For example, in Europe, and I believe Africa too, but you can correct me, Ola, um, the ethnicity um, is used for comparing, right? For matching, for right. matching one ethnicity, one person from one ethnicity to other person that is from the same ethnicity, right? Mm -hmm. um, for example, in the US, it, it is not happening that way. Um, in the US, for example, is kind of a demand that the patient can choose the ethnicity of the donor, right? Uh, so depending on the country, it varies the, the use. But yeah, we have, we have taken into account the ethnicity. It is also implemented in the algorithm. So with the photo, we can reassure that the ethnicity that you previously have pointed you know, mm -hmm. uh, for the patient and for the um, donor yeah. is the correct one because the algorithm will will track the distances and will tell you the probability that the ethnicity, that, that sorry, that the donor or the patient is from one ethnicity or the other or the other. So okay. yeah, it, it, right. it takes into account and you can of course choose the ethnicity that you want with, with, with the tool, yeah, sure. Okay, that's very important because I'm just wondering like if uh, maybe clinics yeah. in Nigeria, for example, want to use the AI and of course that we have different ethnicities. Uh, so it's it's great to see that you can take that into consideration as well for people or patients that prioritize that. I agree with you totally. Yeah. Wonderful. So IVF clinics can use Venomatch. What about um, sperm banks or egg banks? Can that, because again, people are looking at that because like you mentioned earlier, there's a shortage of donors. So some people need to turn to uh, international egg banks. So can they also use friendly match? Yeah, actually we have um, several banks inside the app right now that we are connected with. Um, I have to say it's uh, quite complicated to get, um, to get them into the app because um, one part is the data. Um, right. You know, they have a lot of data, so they are really worried. Although we we have ISOs, we have standards, ISOs 27001 and ISO uh, 13485. Um, 
which makes uh which makes the tool really really um safe for mm -hmm. data and we are already also audited by by an external organization to see if the, our data is secure or not it is um i don't know it's complicated but yeah uh sorry i always talk too much um, <laughs> no it's the... okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um the the banks can use no they must use the application we are in we are in in a search of um, more banks to use mm -hmm. our app because our goal is to connect them with the clinics. So um, that way, you know, we can create that community where they can share all the all the donors, and of course by by um, buying them because that's how it works, right? But um, uh, yeah, um, we definitely want to work with banks. We are working with sperm banks, with uh, egg donor bank, uh, with egg banks right now. And, and uh, it's something that, yeah, at first place, you know, you know, uh, you meet phenomats at the first place and you, you see, you, t you ask me, okay, maybe you're a bank or you're a <laughs> clinic. Yeah. Or you are, I don't know, what you are, what are you? What right? are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I always tell them we are not a bank, we are not a clinic, we are not um, Fertility a, something that relates. Yeah, we are not an agency, we are software where you can include your donors and share with them with with uh, share them with other other centers, right? So we make the selection safer and and cost effective and time effective so um that's it if some banks are listening to me right now please contact me we need you <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing i mean it's actually an amazing idea and software to have ai being used in selecting donors because i know that i've had that conversation with so many people uh considering a donor uh, use of donor gametes. And that's always a major concern. How do I know yes. that you're selecting a donor that is closest to me? Or, you know, even some people have questions, the fact that perhaps the clinic is, um, it's made up of people or from another country that they might not be able to recognize someone that looks like them the most. So obviously using AI as a software is amazing because we all know that AI is just really amazing in different aspects right now. So, it is an excellent idea. So well done yeah. for creating it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. If you're, if you're at clinics or um, IVA banks, or sorry, or donor or egg donor or sperm donor banks listening right now and wanting to connect or wanting to get more information, what's the best way to reach you? Um, okay, so uh, you can contact us directly through LinkedIn. Uh, we are okay. also in Instagram. Um, you just uh, write Finomach and you will see our DNA icon. So okay. that's no problem. And um, also to the email at uh, info at finomach.com with F. Okay. Finomach.com. And I believe that's it. Also, um, you can contact me through LinkedIn. I'm more than, than welcome to accept them and, and to, you know, 
um, resolve or or yeah answer any questions they might they might have or or, or whatever. Uh, just uh, look through look to uh, Sergio Gonzalez Fernandez at LinkedIn uh, or even if you if you click on Finomatch, you will you will see me too as as part of the of the company. So that's okay. Perfect. I'll put your details Thank as well. Thank you, Olafada. I'll put your details as well in the show notes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you never know. You might actually be a patient that listens and then contacts the yeah. clinic and say, hey, you know, perhaps you should be using this to, to help yeah, actually, the collection. Actually, that, that's how it works. Um, yeah. <laughs> because um, you know what happens? And that's something all I, I need to tell you because um, it's a reality and everyone that will listen to us uh, will understand this. And is that um, right now centers are overwhelmed with all the tools that they can use at the lab. Um, it can be EMRs, it can be time lapse, it can be all the DNA testing that right now it's up to front, all the trendy information that we have and that you as patient, you know, you demand yeah. to the clinic as, okay, if I'm going to pay for this or I'm going through this stuff, I, I want the best, you know, that's something that I, I yeah. really, I really comprehend and, and I will understand. So um, one of the things is that Finomatch is another one. It's another tool, right? So uh, that's something that um, we are working. And of course, if a patient wants to use Finomatch, uh, there's no problem. Ask your clinic. Um, they will talk to us and the clinic is the one deciding who is going, you know, to use it or not, or right. are we buying it or not, or are we using it or not? But remember, there are a lot of um, a lot of tools right now on the market, and well, um, you maybe be lucky, you maybe don't. So uh, depends a lot in in what your clinic decides. But for sure, and that's something that I believe we help. We help. We already helped more than eight thousand families with phenomenal. Wow. Um, we know that the, the, the tool uh, works uh, really cool, uh, really, really good. Um, if I'm going to select a donor, I'm for sure demanding a final match. Um, you know, I was spending a lot of time. Sorry, I always talk a lot. But anyway, no, 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 please. Um, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was spending some time um, in different clinics while I was, you know, studying embryology. And uh, there are some some clinics, you know, where the donor selection it's not properly done. You know, it's done by rudem, 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 How do you say? Uh, traditional in a traditional right. way, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Just rudem, look at the picture. Rudimentary, and the picture. rudimentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Um, so with excels and with lists and with, you know, it takes a lot of time to the embryologist or to the nurse to, you know, make a match, uh, maybe one hour, two hours of work, uh, looking for who we, all the characteristics, uh, what are the donor availables in our, in, in the, in our clinic, you know, everything like that. So, uh, the problem is during that work, you can get confused you can make mistakes so it's a, an important decision it's going to be the mother or the father of the the biological one you know the right. the one that it's going to carry the dna uh, 
it's an important decision. Why do you do it like on a, a traditional way if you can do it, you know, in a good way without any kind of, well, not any kind, but you, you decrease right. the probability like a lot for having human errors. So why don't you use it? You know, it's an important decision. The thing is that a lot of people and a lot of professionals doesn't, uh, sorry, don't take into account that this is an important decision for the patient. Of course, it's an important decision. How many embryos do you get? Which is the quality of the egg? Which is the quality of the sperm? The DNA, of course, all the recessive disorders you can, you may porter, you may have. Uh, everything around the biology is important, but also the decision of having or choosing a donor is really important for the patient. And it's something that maybe doctors and biologists, nurses don't take into account or don't think a lot, I have to say, because there are also important things that they are more used with. So I always tell the same. If you have an automated tool that makes you don't commit, don't, don't make any, mista any mistakes, why don't you use it if it's an important choice, an important, in an important decision, right? Right. Do you agree with me, Ola? Oh, definitely, definitely, right? Because if it's, it's going to reduce the time that you're using, it's going to streamline the whole process, it makes it easier because you can't, like you said, clinics are really busy. You have so many potential patients, people coming from overseas, from local, trying to use a and, donor and to and sit so there. many things to do, so <laughs> yeah. many things to do. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if if uh, you already had done any podcast with an with an embryologist that yes, tells you right <laughs> how how yeah I I knew but anyway um how busy were you of course in yeah the, in the, in the lab you are really busy you yeah. don't want to spend one hour or two hours selecting a donor for anyone exactly why and also if you are going to make a mistake I mean doesn't make sense for me but anyway yeah. It is an excellent. <laughs> I think that the more people are aware, patients and clinics and sperm banks and egg banks, the more they will definitely want to reach out and try this tool. Because really, why not? Yeah, they can they can talk to us. We can answer any questions they have. I will be the one responsible for doing that. I believe. <laughs> well, depending on the country, but yeah, the right. the, the the English one, it's it's me. Um, and I will be more than, than welcome to show the app. Um, we have a lot of, uh, patients that ask us, uh, through the, through the web that, uh, how it is used. Can I use it? Um, oh. how, how we can do it. Um, I always tell the same that it's contact your clinic. Your clinic should contact, contact us because it, right now, phenomat is for professionals. It's not right. for patients. Individuals. Okay. Right now, right now. Okay. So if a clinic wants to use it, are they able to then test it out, to try it out, to see that, okay, really this, this software can do what you say you can before committing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they will have a demo with me. Ah, okay. That's one. And they can have a, a period of time. Uh, ah. Sometimes, it, depending on the, the necessities, sometimes it's one a one period or another um mm. i don't have like a exact time because any every every clinic is different 
right uh where they can they can try it and and then well they can can go with us we we are uh we work as a subscription so right, it's kind okay. of a netflix thing but um because of um because we are um in in this health thing in this health field you know there are a lot right. of costs that we need to fulfill right uh, so the first year is a commitment i mean uh, you cannot you cannot start phenomatch and then go out in the first year right um because it, it's not good for for the our costs but yeah once the first year is complete you can go out anytime you want okay it's the only thing we ask for and uh and that's it luckily for us everyone that has tried us has not gone and it's since we have launched the application um so i always forget i i always forget or get confused <laughs> because of the pandemic oh right of uh, because of the, of the covid um i believe it's 2018 or 2019 but anyway everyone that that uh, that was working with us on that on that time yeah well, they started working with us at, with us at that time they are still using us i love it well maybe one because of <laughs> in, and it was it was not us so right. yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean they are really happy yeah which is good to know i, I mean i love yeah. the sound of everything you've said i really <laughs> love it because i just think it's just an amazing addition to the whole process you know anything to make it easier for clinics and especially the patients as well to just give them more confidence to more more yeah. reassurance that the clinics are making the best decision uh mm. using the right tools in choosing the right donors for them because it is a huge decision right having to use a donor it's not it's not what people choose at the beginning or think that that's what that path is going to be. So when they get to that point, it's important to do everything possible to assure them that you're making the right decision in terms of the choice it made. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, by the way, I, I haven't told you that uh, Phenomats allows you to, to download a certificate for the patient. Ah. So um, I have to say that um, if a patient goes to a clinic and they ask for Phenomatch, uh, please ask for that certificate. We appreciate that. Okay. So that um, shows that it was used in that donor selection. Exactly. It's something that guarantees that the, the selection was made by Phenomatch. Right? So That's um, it's something... Yeah. yeah, because that way you know the patients. I was I was talking to a doctor mm. for a clinic that uses us um, about phenomatch and the certificate and how the patient experience has been improved with uh, with the tool, right? right? And she was telling me that uh, sometimes the patient asks for it, but as a, as a policy of the clinic is to you know give the certificate for to the to the patient and they see they saw that the patient ca came to the treatment more relaxed more yeah. happy happier sorry and um without any doubts about you know who is going to be my daughter 
Yeah. Because it's so, so, so difficult to undergo a fertility treatment with all the psychological, physical um, um, consequences that it has. Yeah. And more even, if you have in mind, what is going to, who is going to be my donor? Who is going to be? Exactly. I need to think about it. Uh, is someone ask, is someone doing or caring about it as the same way, way as I do, you know? That's why I always ask for the certificate. They will have um, the guarantee. They will have the date where the phenomatch is done, has been done and everything and their, their history, their, their, their number as a patient. Right. So um, that will prove that they have used phenomatch. Yeah. So they can be easy, happy, no problem at all with that decision. <laughs> yeah. Just flow with the, you know, go with the flow, you know, and yeah. and that's it because it's kind of hard. So yes, thank you for saying yeah. that. That's good. That's a good uh, additional touch for I reassuring the patient. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, but it is important because when you're when you're saying those things, people are listening and catching up. Oh, yeah, I can do that as well. So if my clinic says they're using Finu Match, I can ask for the certificate, right? Because we don't say sure. that. The patient might not be aware, right? So it's, it's good you said yeah. it. Yeah, it's important. It's important for the quality process, you yeah. know, um, because um, imagine that you go to a clinic and they say, "Yeah, I have phenomats." Okay, let's do that. Okay, how do you know that so they already done. did it? Yeah, you don't know. Okay. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Uh, and just before we wrap up, I just wonder, is there any other information that you feel that you want to share to anyone listening, anyone planning to uh, explore fertility treatment with donor gametes or any clinic listening or even any Echoes sperm bank listening? Any other information you'd like to share? Um, well, I would be talking here, like, I don't know an hour or so but uh, um well um one thing i want to and and i i believe i have just i have said i have told you now uh during the the podcast but um we are not facial recognition software uh that's something that um a lot of people turn uh, try to to think you know or things when 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 they see us um, no, we are not Azure or we are not um, Microsoft. We are not, you know, it's not a facial recognition software. It's a facial matching apart from all the things that it can, it can do behind that. Genetic matching, the phenotypic matching, filtering, the sharing the gametes through the community. Um, we have been known for being a facial recognition software since its beginning. It was, it's the time to say it loud, no, we are not facial recognition software, right? Just for one part. And on the other part, um, I encourage the banks to talk with us, everyone who wants to increase the possibilities of choosing a donor, you know, to, to to have more databases where they can search into, where they can um, increase the number of donors and make their patients happier. Um, right. I really, really, really encourage them to, to contact me. 
and to contact us, uh, whatever uh, person in, in, in Finomax, you know. Um, we will answer your questions, we will see your case, we will um, care about you as much as we can to know what is the best solution, the best solution for you. Um, and we are there. So um, banks that you are listening to me, um, please um, join Finomatch community. We, we really would like you to, to join us. Um, and let's make this problem of the shortage of donors uh less right less a problem and more uh more a facility you know more um more an advantage right so um let's do that together um i am that and of course if uh, every if if patients are listening to me that i believe they will um if you are looking for a donor just well and you want you, you think that Finomatch is a good technology for you um, and you like it, just uh, as I told you, Ola, um, they just need to, to, you know, contact the clinic and tell the clinic about us and, and they can contact us directly. And on the last part, and I will finish yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, do you know that uh, AI goes around all the time? ChatGPT is all at the mm -hmm. corner, already there. Everything is fine. So um, since we have been launched on 2018, 2019, sorry, I always forget. Um, um, we are launching our new update on the app. Um, and we believe uh, it's going to be this year, it's going to be launched this year. We have been developed better a way of connecting clinics and banks okay. without even knowing that we are going to have a lot of connections. <laughs> so um, that's the goal. So that's why I'm talking by heart about banks please connect us we yeah. need you clinics connect us we need you and we can create that community that for me it's the beautiful part of everything you know yeah. helping the helping the the, the 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 patients by increasing the number of of potential donors so yeah that's it yeah it could I be think. like a global <laughs> like a global community like global village like everybody yes. talking to each other that's our goal. That's amazing. That's our goal, yes. Yes. We'll try. We are trying right now. <laughs> so yeah. Providing solutions so, to all the to the issues that are facing many yeah. clinics and patients. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we try, you know. Um it's in our hand. So yeah. Yeah. We try. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Sergio. It really too, has uh, been amazing having you on here. It's just been so informative, actually, listening and seeing all that you're doing to support clinics and egg banks and sperm banks and in, in turn helping out patients uh, who are considering using donor gametes. Thank well, you. thank you. Thank you, too, because uh, without you and without your actions, like talking to patients, talking to professionals, people like me, people like... Um, 
all the ones that are in trying to improve the, the fertility sector and could not be possible, right? Oh, thank so, you. Uh, I really appreciate your, your words. I really appreciate your, your questions and, you. and your time, your time to me and also for, for, for helping patients too, because, um, remember that this is, this is cycle, it's a cycle, right? right? So every time you again and again, repeat this information, patients that are undergoing and they are new in the IVF uh, treatments, they can, you know, uh, learn with you things that, yeah. uh, that, that for me is really, really important. Thank you so much. Um, at least an, as an embryologist. Yeah, yeah. Thank you too. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much. <laughs> and thank you for your time, for making the time to come here and educate us you and too. provide all that information and for your enthusiasm and being so passionate about all you do and wanting to support. Thank you. Really you appreciate it. It's been wonderful <laughs> having you, you on here and uh, look forward to having you again in the near future. Thank you so much, Sergio. Thank you. Have a nice day, Ola. Thank you. you. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Fertility Conversations podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Fertility Conversations. If there are any topics you would like to have discussed, please send an email to fertilityconversations at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you again for listening. Take care of yourself and do stay hopeful.